on this episode six on the Jelly Crack Show, I'm giving you my top five running backs of the 2023 NFL season. I'm going to be talking about Skip Bayless's new co-host, why DC's a failure, and also the Riverboat Brawl. Next. What is up, everybody? If you knew, how y'all doing? This is the Justin Crocker Show. I am just your average person giving my average take on um, trending topics, sports news, entertainment news, you name it. And if you're returning, what is up? JC Squad. And you can be supporting the show just by hitting that subscribe button. Also, tell your mom and sister, your brother, everybody you know, and also leaving a like so you two know it's a good video. And also, turn the notification bell on so you know when I post videos. But before I get into all the topics and everything, let's just change this up a little bit because this, this scenery ain't working too much for me anymore. Let's just go ahead and change it up. And voila, we are in the new studio, everybody. And since we're in a new studio, joining me is my wife, Melissa. Hello. All right. So let's just get into it. My top five NFL running backs going into 2023 season. At number five for me, it's going to be Saquon Barkley. Now, Saquon Barkley is the New York Giants running back, and he is just electric. You put the ball in this guy's hand, and he can, he can outrun you. He can run through you, whatever, you, whatever, whatever. And he can catch the ball at the backfield just a little bit. But he's just a playmaker, outstanding playmaker. And all these guys are playmakers. All these guys are playmakers on this. At number four, Jonathan Taylor, the Indianapolis Colts running back who wants to get his money. And I'm not mad at him because he deserves his money because this guy is electric as well. This guy will outrun you. He can run through you as well. He is just a beast. He's a beast. He can take a pass and take it to the house. Take a little screen pass and take it to the house. I'm telling you, he can run through tackles, everything. He can juke you. I mean, just beware. Just beware, Jonathan Taylor. At number three, speaking of beasts, is the Cleveland Browns running back, Nick Chubb. Oh, my goodness. This guy's legs weigh, weigh like a 1,000 pounds each. This guy's legs are so freaking humongous, literally. Nick Chubb is just amazing, just amazing. This guy can chuck you and chuck you and truck you truck everybody on the dang on football field not to mention not to mention he can he can juke you a little bit too but really he just gonna run through you every time just run through you he is very hard to bring down don't be arm tackling his legs because you're never gonna get this dude down i seen him play everybody was trying to get nick chubb down and he just wouldn't go down he is just so just so tough to bring down man like Man, I like, he's not even number one on my list, so you can imagine he's next to. All right, and number two for me, Derrick Henry. This guy right here, Derrick Henry, is a monster. Big-ass monster. He is hard to break down as well, but, but he will run over you, through you, then throw you off the field, literally throw you a thousand miles down the field, literally. I saw him do it to Josh Norman. Shout out to Josh Norman. Sorry, <laughs> but uh, 
Derek Henry is just a monster. You can't bring him down by yourself. You need like a thousand people, a thousand guys on the field to tackle this guy, literally. And not to mention him trucking you, he will also be faster than you. He will outrun you to the end zone. This guy is also fast, big, and just aggressive with his running. Goodness gracious. And at number one for me, one of the most elusive backs in the NFL, Christian McCaffrey, the San Francisco 49ers running back, ex-Carolina Panther, because I'm a Panthers fan. Like I always say, I'm a Panthers fan. Yeah, he is all-around back. He can run through you. He definitely can run through you, but he ain't going to run through you like that because he's not as big as the rest of the guys on this list, but he's very elusive as well. He can... He would juke the crap out of you, though. He would juke the crap out of you before he runs over you. But he can also run over you as well. He can also line up at wide receiver. He'll line up in a slot and run a, run a route on you like a wide receiver and catch the ball like a wide receiver. I mean, his dad did used to be an ex-NFL wide receivers. So, Chris McCaffrey, number one running back for me because he is the do-it-all back. He can be... On the field, every single play, lined up anywhere. You got to account for him and make sure you're looking for him wherever he lines up at. And those were my top five running backs in the NFL for the 2023 season. All right, now let's talk about some D.C. news. Melly, uh, are you ready for this? Yes. Okay, so D.C. has been struggling lately. Have you heard about that? I mean, I know some of their movies, they, like, struggle. Like, they wanted, um, like, the the money they wanted. Like, one movie wanted $8 million and it made, like, $5 million, something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. $8 <laughs> that, that was the good. Those were the good ones. <laughs> but I'm going to take you through it. I'm going to take you guys through it. Let, let me. So, the downfall of DC basically started when that Justice League movie came out which made about 658, I'm rounding up, $658 million. And you would think a movie with Superman, Batman, The Flash, Aquaman in it would make a billion dollars. Wouldn't you think that, Mel, if you was watching a superhero movie and all those superheroes that are well-known, wouldn't you think that? That would make, like, $8 million, right? $8 million? (laughs) You thought it would make $8 million? I mean, it was, I mean, probably around $5 million. Okay. But I'm saying Justice League, um, it made $657 million. Made more than $5 million. Yeah, made more than what you were trying to say. <laughs> they but it should have made a billion dollars. should have been a billion-dollar club instead of the million-dollar club. I mean, was it good? I didn't like it. Okay, then. No, it shouldn't make a billion then. I'm saying that, but <laughs> the expectations were a billion dollars. <laughs> but then... <laughs> The next on DC's downfall was Wonder Woman 84. Now, Wonder Woman 84 did come out in the pandemic. And with the pandemic, Warner Bros. decided, oh, let's just have our movies available to watch online. And also, you can go to the movies and see it as well, which really hurt their box office for not just Wonder Woman 84, which made 170 million dollars rounding it up and then also the suicide squad suffered the same fate 
make it a hundred and sixty nine million dollars. I mean, they had no choice. It was during the pandemic. Yeah, but but the thing is, they sh- I f- they felt like they had to put it at home and in the theaters. I mean, this was a little bit when theaters opened back up and everything. I felt like they should have just had it in the theaters. More people would have seen these movies. They would have made more money on their return. You know what I'm saying? Mm. They would have made more money if they just kept it in the theaters for like the first month or so and then made it where you can watch it at home. That's where they kind of messed up at, you know, not making as much money as they really should from these movies. And then the next one, suffer the same fate. I'm not sure whether this one came out on streaming where you can watch it at home and the theater, but let me know, guys. It's the Harley Quinn Birds of Prey movie, and that made $205 million worldwide. Let me know, did that come out where you can watch it at home and the theaters? Because I can't remember. I'm not sure. But I know it was definitely during the pandemic. I think it was. And then we got this this next big one, Black Adam. Everybody thought this movie was going to do good. It looked dope. I actually liked Black Adam. And I did do a review on Black Adam. And I will put it up for you guys to see. The, my Black Adam review, I'll put it up for you guys to see. But that did make $393 million. And you would think it would have made more. Because it had Dwayne The Rock Johnson in it. Wouldn't you think it would have made more with Dwayne The Rock Johnson? I mean, that don't mean anything. <laughs> it don't mean anything did you think a movie was good Mel? by the way do you think the movie was good or was it I mean I liked it but I didn't know who Black Adam was nobody knew <laughs> I think that was part of the problem as well nobody knew who Black Adam was so it's just like uh, do I want to watch this and learn who he is but really I think it was more of Dwayne The Rock Johnson um, wanting to get that Black Adam movie, standalone movie out first. But I think the slow approach should have been take, take, taken, can't talk, um, where Black Adam is like a Shazam villain. And so what should have happened, he should have been in Shazam 2, which made $133 million, which didn't do good either. But if you had The Rock and Shazam 2 and he destroys the Shazam family and beats them all up, setting up this big villain for his own movie in Black Adam, I think it would have been more well-perceived. They would have made more, both Shazam 2 and Black Adam. And then after the Black Adam standalone movie, you would have had Superman fighting Black Adam and... Superman. We're not gonna get into that. We're not gonna get into Man of Steel too because they rebooted it. But anyway, let's go into this last movie that just came out very recently, The Flash, which didn't do not nearly as well as people were thinking or hoping. It only made two hundred and sixty eight million dollars. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. Didn't even it didn't even make break even on what it spent to make the movie. Craziness. <laughs> You know how much it spent to make the movie? Three hundred million dollars, pretty much. And how much did it make? Two hundred sixty-eight million dollars. See, didn't break even at all. But I think probably has something to do with that Ezra Miller situation that kind of didn't help the movie at all. But you would think with Michael Keaton coming back as Batman that the movie would have done more, would have done better. 
You would have think, right? Would yeah, think. but it didn't. It sure did. I mean, I I didn't mind it. Mel's really the one that <laughs> didn't like it all that much, right? I don't like DC. You don't like DC. Oh, so I guess you're a Marvel girl, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm, shaking my head. So, which brings me to this question. Why is DC flopping so hard nowadays? Why is it nobody going to see the DC superhero movies? Now, I know there's a reboot coming in 2025, but is that the reason nobody wants to see the movies, Mill? Is it the reboot or is it something else? It could be that, and it all it can also be that maybe they're just not into DC anymore. They could be not into DC. Absolutely. Absolutely. Very true. Well, me, I believe it's because of a reboot coming in 2025 with Superman Legacy. Um, and I think people are just waiting for that to actually go back and see DC superhero movies. That's why I think this is this oh i don't really want to see these movies i am i am looking forward to blue beetle coming out i can't wait to see the movie it looks good to me from the trailers but the the trailers can be deceiving is but that, is hmm? that dc too yeah blue beetle yeah i want to see that one see yeah the tra- it looks good from the trailers yeah. right right i only want to see it because homeboy's in it <laughs> from cobra high yeah i'm so done anyway <laughs> let me know guys let me know what you think guys what it's happening with DC. Why is it no one going to see the DC superhero movies? Is it because of the reboot or something else? Let me know down in the comments. Let's talk about Skip Bayless. So apparently Skip Bayless, who is the sports commentator and um, pretty much the head of Undisputed TV show, the sports debating show, Undisputed is getting a new is getting a new co-host in Richard Sherman. Now Richard Sherman used to be all-time super all-pro Super Bowl winning cornerback and um he recently retired and now he's a sports analyst. And I think with this move right here from Richard Sherman, he just really wants to take his career to the next level. Now Richard Sherman is already um on prime Thursday night football coverage right he does the post game halftime and pre pregame of course and he does a great job i love richard sherman's sports analysis he's wonderful he's funny <laughs> he's real <laughs> um but him joining skip was a little bit of a surprise to me because well take a look i mean you can say whatever you want skip can say whatever he wants but Skip, whenever you refer to me, whenever you speak to me, whenever you address me, address, address me as all-pro Stanford graduate because those are some accomplishments you will never, you can aspire to, you will never accomplish. You have never accomplished anything. So, but um, those things are on my resume. Those are, those are what I've done. It's my second year in the NFL, going on my third. I mean, you tell me who's wrong. Okay, I, I'll accept that. I, I think I've accomplished more in my field than you have in yours, though you're just getting started. So, so I'm, I'm the top of my field, so I'm all pro. I'm the best, one okay. of the best 22 players in the NFL. You're, you're going to brush it off, but I don't think you're the best 22 anything in sports and in media and well, anything. I think you debatable. think more of yourself than you actually can, you know, prove. But okay, I'll, you think you're like better than Darrell Revis is right now? In my, in my 24 years of life, I'm better at life than you. 
So okay. Let's, All right, that's let's fair. Get, let's All get, right. let's get down right. to well, that. Well, let's, let's, stay, let's not get personal here. I just no, want to no, know, it's not, it's do, not do you this think you're better than Darrell Revis is right now? I'm better than you. So him and Skip kind of have, like, history, right? But I think that's what's going to make Undisputed so much fun to watch. Him and Skip going at it, going back and forth. Richard Sherman being real with Skip, you know? So... And also, Richard Sherman just taking this, taking this career move is it, just going to help him, because Skip Bayless has helped so many of his co-hosts, you know, elevate, just elevate their game. And, you know, Skip's good at just helping you along, and getting you to where you need to get to. And I think Richard Sherman is going to pretty much end up probably like a Shannon Sharp. He's going to end up really good. Hopefully. Now, he's just going to be debating like 50 to 100 topics, you know, mainly in the NFL season. But hopefully he gets like that to be full time debate with Skip, you know, when it's all said and done. I think he has that potential. And so I guess we'll see what happens. And uh, I can't wait to see Undisputed when it comes back on here. But let me know, guys. What do you think? Do you think Richard Sherman is a good fit for Undisputed with Skip Bayless? Let me know down in the comments. All right, now let's get to this riverboat brawl that happened <laughs> this In home past sweet week. Alabama. Home sweet Alabama. No, you wait. right. Sweet home Alabama. Sweet home Alabama. Thank you, because you, you said that wrong. That's uh, what. Uh, you got it, though. No, but you didn't know the first time. I was just going with it. Uh -huh. Okay. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> so now, this this incident I'm going to tell y'all why it happened. Or, better yet, I'm going to play a video of why this incident happened. Go ahead. That guy in the white shirt is crew from our little dinner cruise boat. He got off our ship to go over there to move that black pontoon boat on his own because those guys who parked there were told not to leave it there, and they left it there. So he's just pushing it off. That's funny. Took matters into his own hands. I love it. So a guy will move his boat, right? And then all this fighting breaks out. Dude gets jumped. Well, so I say black dude gets jumped by a whole bunch of bunch of people. <laughs> now, when I first saw this, heard about this, and then I saw the video. Well, before I talk, I'm you know what? I'm just gonna play a video for you guys. Here's a video. Here's a video. And he still didn't move the boat. Still didn't move the boat. Yeah. <laughs> 
definitely real cra- crazy. Mel, wasn't this crazy? Crazy. Crazy. Now, what did you think, Mel, when you first heard about this and saw this little video? To be honest, I had no idea what was going on. You had no idea what was going on. Because I kept seeing it on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And then I kept seeing, like, chair memes. I'm like, what the heck is going on? Yeah, and then until I saw it where the dude didn't want to move his boat. And then uh, he went to go jump the security person. Or if he was the security. Yeah, I guess the security. Security guard. Yeah, it was. Uh-huh. And, then the sec- and then the whole other um, people saw it was like basically 10 5 or 10 of them jumping that one person and then the other people saw them one was swimming to go help him and yeah yeah <laughs> but I did not see the chair part though yeah actually I did see a video of the chair part with somebody well it was a different angle apparently it was a different angle where somebody was hitting somebody with a chair I don't know if they were saying they hit the woman with the chair. Uh, I, I don't know either, but I, I did see like it was a different angle. I mm-hmm. hit, they were hitting a bunch of people with chairs. Oh. It wasn't just I think I got like one person up. or something. I got to look it up and see. But when I when I thought about this and I saw this, I was like, dang, I am so proud of my people for going to help their own. For going to help one of their own, I am so proud. I've never been proud in my life. If you that, even that one guy went to swim across the river to help this guy and to fight for this man, I am so proud of them. Because <laughs> usually, you know, ain't nobody helping no brother. Ain't no even no brother no helping no brother. We're not coming to our own defense, black people. You know that. We're not even doing that. We'll talk for you, and you know, but... You know, as far as beating somebody for you, this is by far one of the most proudest moments in black history going. You know, I'm not condoling violence at all, but just to say we got your back, brother, that was just amazing. Amazing. And not to mention the guy who didn't want to move his boat, the white guy, was definitely in the wrong. And how you how you going to beat up a security guard when he was doing his job? Exactly. Exactly. So another boat can come in, but the, he don't want to move it. He was being hard-headed. Exactly. He was just doing his job, and then he's going to jump him. Just, just stupid. Stupidity at its best. And then there's this chair memes going around. There's this, this chair. And I got to say, with this chair, my, my aunt, grandma, auntie, whatever, they own a whole bunch of these chairs. So... <laughs> We all locked and loaded over here. We got a bunch of them. Even Mills, Mills people own a bunch, bunch of those chairs too, My don't parents, you? Parents, they got a whole bunch. So yeah, we locked and loaded. We got, we got so many, so many, so many. We can't even count. Just so many. We ready? We we got our our chair permit. Mm-hmm. Well, we've been had the chair permit since we was I'm <laughs> little. Since we was born. <laughs> Like this meme said, I got permit to hold to hold this chair. <laughs> that was a whole bunch of memes about the situation. But guys, let me know what you think about the situation down in the comments. Um, let me know what you think. <laughs> Give me comments down in the comments. Thank you guys for the support. This has been a great show. 
Thank you for the support, guys. Continue to support the show just by hitting that subscribe button for us, just by sharing with your mama, sister, your brother, everybody you know, and also hitting the like button so you two know it's a good video, and hitting the notification bell so you know when I post videos so you don't miss a video. Um, thank you for the support, and until next time, you know, see you next time. Peace out.